Welcome to the Sean Boy Podcast. Greetings, my minion knights and unicorn seekers. It is I, the uni king of the journey. Today on the show, we showcase Highway 204, a good homegrown acoustic setting at a farmer's market in London. A great mini picking and harmony in this episode. Also go over what to think about if you're suffering from election madness on current events. And I go over some important information about water in my personal take. And as always, just to put your mind into a happy state, well, this episode is uh, some old clips of Norm MacDonald from some of his TV appearances. Norm is a comedian of a very unique kind. He would not let any of the talk shows pre-work him before the show, which meant Norm could be... uh, really experienced from what Norm was. I've seen him on TV or a show and that's what the first clip is all about. Norm comes in and uh, laughter happens. Now in the next clip after you hear him on Conan here you will hear him and his thoughts on SNL and his recent rehire monologue on SNL. It takes a real comedian to deliver this kind of funny, and Norm is a master. Here's Norm with zero worries on national TV when it happened. I got a wife. I just, you got a wife. I just got married because I thought to uh, go through that charade to uh, keep appearances up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the kind of thing you'd tell if this were a memoir. If this this were a memoir, if this were a memoir, I would tell about my wife. What a battle axe. (laughs) A battle axe? No one's called their wife a battle axe since 1945. Listen, listen, how do you feel about a woman? She's supposed to be my life partner. I look in the mirror the other day and I says to her, I says, honey, I look in the mirror and all I see is a fat, ugly old man. And I need you to give me a compliment. She says, all right then. Uh, Your eyesight is damn near perfect. I said, you dirty dog. (laughs) Wait, you you called her a dirty dog? A dirty dog. A dirty dog. We have fights constantly. Oh, you do, do you? And sometimes it bleeds over. Like we were driving that car. We went past a bunch of animals. There was a pig, a cow. I know, I, I admit this is a little cruel. You were kind of mad at her at the time. I was mad at her, so I say, hey, you see that pig, that cow, you know, horse, that remind you of any of your relatives? She says, yeah, my in-laws. I said, you dirty dog. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Dirty dog again. Wow. I tell you, until I met my wife, I always felt incomplete. Now I'm finished. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I will say this. I will say this. What is this going? What is going on? I will say this. This is a 1935 radio show. I know. Honey, 
gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. What's that to say there, Norm? Let me, let me see. Norm, what's that to say? Tell us more, Norm. <laughs> We're gonna take a break for Chester Seal and figure that. I felt kind of weird, you know. I, I don't know if you remember this, but uh, I used to actually be on this show. You know? uh, I used to do the uh, weekend update news routine. You remember that? And, uh, yeah. That's when I did the make-believe news jokes, you know? That was me, right? So then, a year and a half ago, right, I had a sort of a, a disagreement with the management at, uh, at the NBC. Uh, I wanted to keep my job. Right? And they felt the exact opposite. So, so you see, they like, uh, they fired me because they said that I wasn't funny, you know? Now, now with most jobs, I could have had a hell of a lawsuit on my hands for that, but, but see, this is a comedy show. So they got me, you know, you know what? But now, this is the weird part, right? It's only a year and a half later, and now they asked me to host the show. <laughs> so I wondered, I go, hey, wait a second here. Hey! I go, how did I go in a year and a half from being not funny enough to be even allowed in the building? <laughs> to being so funny that I'm now hosting the show. How did I suddenly get so goddamn funny? It was inexplicable to me, because a year and a half, let's face it, is not enough time for a dude to learn how to be funny. Then it occurred to me, I haven't gotten funnier. The show has gotten really bad. <laughs> so yeah, I'm funny compared to, you know, well, you'll see later. <laughs> okay, so let's recap. The bad news is, I'm still not funny. The good news is, the show blows. <laughs> All right, folks, we got a bad show for you tonight. Dr. Dre, Snoop Doggy Dog, and Eminem are here. Once again, I'm here with uh, at the London Laurel County Farmers Market. London, Kentucky. We're about to hear Highway 204. It's a new group out of Southeast Kentucky here. West Weiss presiding over festivities. You can hear Led Zeppelin's in the background. Appropriate and on point. But uh, we're going to get on to this wonderful band. There's about three people with acoustic guitars, bass player. Actually, there's four guitars and acoustics. I imagine there's some harmony singing maybe in here or something. But we will see. We will see. It's going to be good. A little nice, mellow jam here. I'll shut up now and let you enjoy this.
good to me. Y'all ready? Yeah. I got you. First of all, I want to thank everybody for hanging out. Thank you for staying and listening to us. Y'all hard act to follow. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> we are Highway 204, man. We appreciate you, Les. Thank you all. Best one I've ever had is this right here. Run into a lot of hard times.
God bless everybody. We love you. Thank you all so much. Thank you for your continued ear. I hope you liked Highway 204 there. I always love that down-home kind of sound there. And uh, thank you guys for that. Um, now we're on to current events here. And for this week, I'm going to talk, talk about the suffering that some may have about the election results. And I'm going to kind of go into what you may be suffering from there. So there was huge turnout in voting and a close race. Why was that? It's the same reason you call yourself a man or a woman in context to your body parts. It is what you were given, so it chooses one or the other predetermined and decided on a biological level rather than you are a man or a woman. Gender is a great decider in what will one will ultimately do in his physical existence, but man or woman have the spirit of masculine and feminine in their being equally. Your gender is biological, and masculine and feminine have nothing to do with sex. Nature is feminine. Power and drive are masculine. The world has a huge masculine vibe to it in the current days, with nothing to do with sex. The world has a... Everyone in the world must come to terms with their body ego person and come into their higher self so it can look after what silly little ideals you have about yourself. If you're worried about the elections, don't be because you were made to suffer through it. You can let the elections run their course and just be freaking dandy. <laughs> because suffering is a normal thing in life and nature. Suffering is the key to the individual who chooses which door to open. In this case, what is your mind doing all the time? It's always thinking. Soon thoughts become ideals and eventually they can grow into systems. War was fundamentally born out of suffering thoughts. If you are a leader of men or a peasant in your field, both have a real value to the game of life. In the game of life, it's important to play close attention to your own thoughts and emotions, especially if you do not like them. Why are you not able to understand and why not? Why are you repulsed by that? What if it's, what if it's there and you're unaware of it? Would it be worth your suffering to find it out? Your mind is the number one problem in any suffering. Thoughts are the breeding ground for suffering. People always say we are all one. Not until we deal with suffering properly. The ideal of suffering is not to be avoided. In life, 
it is present and part of our being. You suffer when you don't get what you want. You suffer when you do get what you want. Some uh, suffering is awful and tragic and can be unbalanced. And your higher self due to your rational mind about it. If you use judgment in any way to allude to evaluate suffering, you lose the ability to suffer correctly. All suffering is validated. Every move of suffering is as you should encounter it. To view suffering in your mind and identify with it can mislead you into a state of being that is not the actual reality of suffering's moment. Suffering is perfect in its operation. It's human mind that makes the suffering. Can't you see all is running as it should be? If you are someone, if you are somebody, you suffer. The man you try to, any minute you try to stand somewhere, you will suffer. You have to let go of your clingings of mind and become just pure awareness. And this pure awareness is ultimate silence, a nothingness with no human mind involved. You don't form pictures and you're just pure soul at that point. If you turn off your brain, your spirit takes over, but as soon as a thought enters, it's over. If someone stays in this state, there is no suffering. Suffering is the deep faith in obeying the laws of the universe. Suffering should be full human and higher human fully present within it in the suffering. So I really hear hard right and left narratives being driven for whoever candidate you're for. Uh, personally, I voted for Trump. No shame in that. Don't feel any shame whatsoever. Um, but I'm not going to say there was election fraud. I'm not going to say there was an election fraud. I'm just going to say that you can go through this suffering part time of being in an election and look at it for what it is. If you're a peasant down here like me, probably ain't really going to affect you that much. You just keep working and doing what you're told, and, you know, providing for your community and worry about that. Don't worry about who's going to win or who's going to be in there taking over. Who gives a shit? Who is running you? Who is running you? Okay. Well, now I'm going to lighten things up and we're going to go talk about some uh, common household water and what that means. You heard me right. We're about to discuss H2O.
Thank you for your continued ear. I appreciate you listening thus far. Today on my personal take, I'm going over the element known as water, H2O. One oxygen molecule to two hydrogen molecules. That is uh, what we'll be going over, the good old agua there. Um, water is the blood of the earth. She lives as we do. We live in her surface. The earth is feminine in nature, and earth's processes run by their respective natures. As you need the blood in your veins, so does all earth's seas, lakes, rivers, and streams. Need constant flowing in order to sustain her, Mother Earth. Water is the ultimate solvent. It can mix with all and molecularly remember all that it encounters. It is man's number one chemical makeup and volume. Water is fundamental to not only our life, but the earth as well. Earth processes carry out by, carried out by water and fed by moon pools and heat from the sun keep Mother Earth going. You're set in a perfect orbit around our star at 3% ellipse. Ellipse, so slight, looks like a circle when viewed in whole. Water has three states it exists in, and the only element that does this naturally, and they are the liquid state of water, the solid state of water, and the gaseous state of water. And together with the wind current, all work together in a symbiosis. Water is the real gold of elements on our earthly natures. When you drink water, a process of absorption takes place within your body. If you take little drinks, you don't absorb the full required amount for the process. If you drink water and drink large quantities at one time, the body decides what to keep and throw out. It is best to take large gulps of water at one setting to just a couple of sips. Damage is being done with only small sips and you should have two liters of water at this setting within 30 minutes to get to gain max absorption. When you eat food, it is important you get water-rich food for its nature has different qualities to our system. Water is not only drinking, but absorbed by our skin and other means through the body. About one and a half liters, to be precise. When you shower, bathe, or go swimming somewhere, other contact that you may have had with water absorbs into you. If you pour two different types of 
water in two different dog bowls, with one filled with tap water and the other with natural spring water from a real spring, you will find the dog goes to the spring water every time. How does a dog know this, but we do not? Water also takes up toxins out of your body and flows them up out of you. Water is pretty much everything. Your brain and mass is 90% water. Lungs, 80%. Your heart, 77%. Stomach with intestines, all those different parts, somewhere around 70 to 75%. And you as a whole makeup is overall 70% water. Water has memory. It remembers every space around it flows and showers the earth with its cycles with its unique properties. Water also has structure that is molecular when looked at as a whole under microscope. This structure is the world's most memory-based system on the planet earth. It touches everything and records it in great detail and changes its structure at any given point when in a new environment. Anywhere water touches, the structure changes into that environment. If you turn on the light in your house and have water setting out, the structure of that water changes. Water records and remembers everything it touches. Here's some of my silly ideals on what water what I believe you, how you should handle some water and think about it is, uh, you should find the best water flowing down a clear Creek or river after it has passed many rocks and collect it in your hands and drink it straight from the source as much as possible. I believe all we need is provided for us and fundamental to our physical development. I believe tap water is generally bad for you straight out of the tap. I believe water out of the tap is structurally not ready for your human system. I believe man has influence over his water and uh, great care should be taken if it enters your body. It's human's responsibility to treat water as it's natural, naturally occurring and understand the molecular structures and how it relates to our natural health. If you flash freeze water while playing different types of music, you'll find soft music like classical has a very lovely, beautiful pattern to it. If you play heavy metal, you get an image or pattern that is no structure and it is a structure but a chaotic mess of behavior or no symmetry, no order. A messy dis display of abstract incoherence. Spoken words with their true intent spoken around to water changes, i.e. 
if love is spoken aloud, it has a beautiful pattern. If hate is spoken aloud, an incoherent pattern emerges. So you have effect over water, or it has effect over you. There are five great elements in old yogic traditions. They are earth, water, air, fire, and ether, or akash. Water is my birth element. Much like water, I'm coming into all cracks and crevices of life. I believe a reasonable point that I am partly playing out my role as water. It is not all of me, but I understand its purpose to me. In astrology, my birth chart, as they call it, says I'm a base foundation to the world. And I think that is correct. I do believe water is not even given any consideration and treatment like it has no effect on you but I believe it really does well I hope you've enjoyed the podcast tune in next time of course we'll start it off with some unicorns and minion talk as always but uh you get some sleep now and tidy lighty good night